Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. It's already Wednesday. Hello and welcome to the show. Please come inside. The interesting uh, statistics today. Uh, 11% of Americans think that the economy has gotten better under Joe Biden. And 10% of Americans are paying close attention to the January 6th hearing. There you go. Bravo. (laughs) Victory. Victory. Yeah, 11% of people think that the economy has gotten better. Uh, 11% also believe that Joe Biden or that Vladimir Putin is at fault for the gas prices. 11%. Okay, there you go. 11%. And then 10% of people, 10% of people in America are watching with bated breath the uh, January the 6th hearing. There was one yesterday at 1 o'clock that I didn't watch any of. Uh, there have been four altogether, and the ratings have been diminishing uh, faster than uh, Joy Reid's. It's that bad. F- faster than uh, than uh, uh, Brian Stelter's. It, it, it's it's that bad. Nobody's paying attention. Everybody knows that uh, uh, that the economy is Joe Biden's fault, and nobody give a ra- gives a rat's behind about a commission going after a president who's been out of office for 18 months and had already been exonerated of any issues, any ties to uh, uh, any type of insurrection during the second impeachment, the second fraud impeachment. So while uh, Rome burns, this is what fiddling sounds like. In case you're wondering, this is what the fiddling sounds like. While you're debating whether or not you can fill the car with gas or just put $20, which now buys about three gallons, about enough to fill your riding lawnmower, uh, you know, whether to, to, whether to take that $20 and, and make it last until payday. And you've got Democrats in Washington, D.C., When you look at the ungodly violence that's happening around the country, murder rates are up around the entire country in inner cities. 21-year-olds, 15-year-olds murdered in Washington, D.C., murdered in New York on Juneteenth weekend. And you've got uh, over 40 pregnancy crisis centers around the country vandalized. You've got terrorist organizations literally posting as soon as Roe v. Wade is announced, hit the streets, burn and loot. It's amazing the left doesn't ever venture into suburbia. The, 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 it's amazing that the left doesn't throw a temper tantrum outside of Democrat-run bastions that allow this nonsense to happen. And I thought of a, something yesterday, you know, you're, you're kicking a pit bull. The left is kicking a pit bull here. And we are uh, very um, agreeable most of the time. We are patriotic Americans. We are well armed uh, physically and, to, and intellectually to defend ourselves and to defend our country. Uh, 
And when you say things like uh, the night that Roe v. Wade is repealed, hit the streets, burn and loot, you know what I hear? I, I hear the sound of 400 million guns clicking. And this isn't a, an offensive threat. This is a defensive threat. And this is why the left doesn't venture into places like, I don't know, Olathe, Kansas, where I have my home, or Overland Park, Kansas, or Chesterfield, Missouri, or, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of any one of the suburbs in Des Moines, or uh, suburbs of, uh, of uh, Dallas, you know. Uh, I, I'm not seeing that, that uh, you know, marching in the neighborhoods and trying to burn down houses and all that stuff and, and the smash and grab at the local whatever store in suburbia. You know why? Because America isn't down with this. You might be able to get away with it in places like Portland, which is hell on earth, but it's not going to fly. And we really are, we really are at our wits end and our patience end with all of this nonsense. And that's what it is. And then on top of everything to add insult to injury, on top of all of the indignities being suffered upon us by uh, the White House, by the Democrat Party, by big social media, they want to rub our faces in it. And they act like, we aren't paying attention. We, they act like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Tell them, despite the fact that Joe Biden for years has been saying that he wants to get rid of fossil fuel without thinking that most of the vehicles in the world run on fossil fuels and there's no replacement for any of them with the exception of crappy little electric cars that cost way too much and don't go very far. Uh, no dump trucks, no fishing boats, no road graders, no bulldozers, no repaving equipment, no tractor trailers, no tractors, no four-wheel drive vehicles for uh, for farming. It's not what you think it is. It's a big four, you know, it's got eight wheels on it. It's what plows and plants. And then, of course, there's the combines. None of those run on electric. And so what this administration has done is hobbled our entire country. It has driven many, many thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people into poverty in the last two years, first starting with COVID, and now this bullcrap. And yet January 6th still going on strong. And yet we're focused on, we're focused on uh, your pronouns, using the proper pronouns when you join the Navy. We live in a vicious and cruel and awful world full of despots who don't care about you, hate American ideals, hate American success. Oh, oh, those people are active in the United States as well, in the left. They want you dead, and they want our country as their property. That's the way it is. And we've got people in this country that want to make us weaker. They have uh, people in this country who think we've lived too high on the hog. They've said this for a year. Barack Obama back in 2008 says, you can't drive that SUV like you used to. You can't eat what you used to. Because that's what socialism is. Socialism makes you exist with less while the people in the upper echelons of power and those corporate giants who choose to bed down with the left, they become the new oligarchs. 
That's what this is all about, kids. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. But despite the fact that uh, you're paying an ungodly amount of, uh, of uh, um, you know, for your fill-up in your car, it's $94 for the average fill-up. Corinne Jean-Pierre. Uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre says that we are not in a recession. I want you to listen to this real careful. The president said last week that um, uh, there's no inevitability around a recession, but there is a, a greater deal of, of market concern about uh, exactly that. Uh, and I know that inflation is your number one concern, but can you talk about Yeah, inflation is your number one concern. Sure. Right. A little bit about if you're doing anything at all to prevent uh, a recession or a rise. Are you doing anything at all to prevent a recession? So the way that we see this, and you've heard us uh, talk about this, that we're in a moment of transition. Okay, guys. Now, here's the deal. Just, just want you to chill out for a second here. Realizing, of course, that maybe your house is uh, uh, in threat of uh, maybe uh, foreclosure, you know, getting kicked out of your apartment or whatever and, and all of that. But, you know, it's just a period of transition. It's transition. Uh, we have we have seen uh, we are in a unique situation. With oh, hold on. Listen or get all stumbly and bumbly. So the way that we see this, and you've heard us uh, talk about this, that we're in a moment of transition. Uh, we have we have seen uh, we are in a unique situation with. Our, we are in transition and a unique situation. That's comforting. Goal, uh, gains with our economy. Uh, the way that uh, we see it is unemployment rate has held steady at 3.6, which is also near historic uh, lows. Yeah, you know what? That doesn't mean D word for Richard when you can't afford uh, groceries. Uh, business in investment remains strong. Uh, household balance sheets remain strong. Well, business investment has to remain strong because you drove so many out of business because of COVID restrictions and lockdowns, you doofus. Let's hear the uh, money shot again from Karine Jean-Pierre. She says we're not in a recession. And right now, we don't see a recession right now. That is not, we're not in a recession right now. Uh, right now, we're in a transition where we, we, will, we are uh, going to go into a place of stable and steady growth. And that's going to be, uh, that's, that's going to be our focus. Yeah, that is going to be your focus. Okay, but there was something else was a focus yesterday and the day before it, I think. There was something else was a focus, and I believe two months ago you are going to cure cancer. That's another thing. You said you were going to cure cancer about two months ago. I haven't learned, learned anything about cancer at all. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, oh, and then, uh, of course, Joe Biden is going after the oil companies. That's another thing. I, I've got some great audio on uh, President Biden. God, it's still hard to say that. President Biden giving the oil companies a little what for after hobbling them, after telling them he's going to drive them out of business. He literally is asking oil companies to uh, up their production for the election. And then after the election, the, the abuse will continue. And here's the worst news. Here's some of the worst. Are you ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for this. Because trust me, I'm, I'm, we're going to have fun today. Trust me. But I'm just going to give you the lowdown on how you're being played. Uh, oil turbulence could last five years. This according to ExxonMobil. So if you're thinking that maybe this will change after the election, maybe, well, it might but oil company executives like the head of ExxonMobil is saying, Darren Woods, by the way, says you're probably looking at three to five years of continued fairly tight markets. How that manifests itself in price will obviously be a big function of demand, which is difficult to predict. And here's the, uh, the round room that the, uh, the Democrat Party has put you in, and they've told you to go pee in a corner. They've given you uh, an impossible scenario that they created that you're going to have to solve on your own.
So they're going to drive fossil fuel prices to the point of unaffordability without thinking that the asphalt on your roads is made of petroleum products. And the plastic in your computer and your iPhone is made from petroleum products. And Nancy Pelosi, all that that god-awful pancake makeup you put on your face every day is made from petroleum products. But there's the round room. Go pee in a corner, and uh, we'll see you in a couple years. The number here is 800-922-6680. I've got more audio coming from Jean-Michel, Jean-Paul, Pierre, Ron, whatever the hell. Uh, Also, Joe Biden making fun of oil companies, going after oil companies. Uh, Lots of other things to get to, including the J6 hearing that nobody is watching. And, of course, your phone calls. This, my friends, is just the first shot fired. Yeah, I use that on purpose. Uh, First shot fired on an entertaining uh, three hours of the radio program, The Rob Carson Show, and it continues after this. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. And right now, we don't see a recession. Right now, that is not, we're not in a recession right now. Uh, right now, we're in a transition where we, we will... It's not a recession, it's a transition. So when you're in the gas station, you're filling up your car and it passes $85 where it used to cost $25. This is a transition. We are uh, going to go into a place of stable... And stable. That hamburger right there that was uh, $2.99 a pound is now $6.99 a pound. That's a transition. Growth, ...and that's going, to be, uh, that's, that's going to be our focus. It's going to be your focus. Today, that's going to be their focus. Uh, two months ago, it was uh, the focus on uh, curing cancer. And then uh, then we're going to pivot to whatever, and they're pivoting to this, and they're pivoting to that, and they're really not doing anything. They're really not doing anything. Here is Joe Biden talking, and this is really, this is like classic abuser language. And, and the reason why I bring this up is because uh, one of the things that I've uh, been a champion of uh, over the last, well, my entire career has been uh, prevention of uh, child abuse uh, and, and, and just abuse in general. And if you look at some of the abusive characteristics of this, uh, this president, um, I don't think it's a stretch to say that generally if you abuse someone and then you lay off the abuse and you get them to come back you haven't fixed anything because the abuse will just start again and here is joe biden saying this to the oil companies Joe Biden is saying, hey, 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 I know, I realize that I told you that we're going to drive you out of business and that you're evil and that everything you do is the worst thing in the world. But what I need you to do right now, and I'm going you know, to listen, the abuse is going to stop here, but uh, what I need you to do is I need you to put out just in time for the election and then, uh, then we'll start again. Look, we need more refining capacity. This idea that they don't have oil to drill and to bring up is simply not true. No, they're not saying that. That is a freaking lie. 
They are saying that we are sitting on an ocean of oil. That, sir, is a freaking lie, which is another telltale sign of somebody who likes to abuse. This piece of the Republicans talking about Biden shut down feels wrong. No, you, you did. You did. 9,000 of them, okay? So they, then we ought to be able to work something out whereby they're able to increase refining capacity. Until the election, then we will drive you out of business again. And still not give up on transitioning to... It's a transition! Renewable energy. Yeah, well, renewable. you know what? Again, as soon as you get that electric combine and that solar-powered uh, 757, we'll start talking. But in the meantime, you're driving the airlines out of business, and you're going to be driving farmers out of business, and the American people are already suffering, and I can't even begin to imagine how bad things are going to get. Listen to this. One of Joe Biden's first actions as president was to cancel the permits needed for the Keystone Pipeline, which Barack Obama had done as well. Biden increased the royalty rate, essentially a tax rate on all production on federal lands by 50% this year. The first hike in 100 years. It's only now that high gas prices have become a political liability for the president that his administration is pivoted to claiming the Biden administration is not opposed to fossil fuel extraction. And guess what? 54% of voters not affiliated with either party say it is his bloody fault. Here is the president with the audacity to make fun of the people who go out and spend their capital for exploration, for uh, for ha- staffing, for the hard work, the heavy lifting, the digging, the extracting, the uh, distillation uh, of petroleum products so that we can all live. Here he is making fun of them. Chevron CEO's complaint today. He said that your administration has largely criticized the oil and gas industry and at times vilified it, and that the administration would need to take a change. In case you haven't heard that, she's talking about how the administration has vilified the petroleum industry, and the chief of Exxon is saying, you know, we're tired of the crap. In order to make progress on, on reducing energy, okay, prices get and blessed, blessed to It's mildly sensitive. Here it is. I didn't know they'd get their feelings hurt that quickly. I didn't know they'd get their feelings hurt that quickly. I didn't get their, da, 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 da. I realize that a lot of people are going to be out of work. I realize I put thousands of people out of work with the Keystone XL pipeline, but they need to quit getting so uh, their feelings hurt about it. Look, we need more refining capacity. Yeah, we need a new refinery. Yes, sir. But why the hell should the uh, private companies invest in a new refinery when you're going to shut them down after the election again because you promised you would? This idea that they don't have oil to drill and to bring up. And again, that's the previous lie. The previous lie that I mentioned about uh, gas prices. Yeah, uh, 24% of voters blame uh, Joe Biden um, among Democrat voters, as far as the uh, fuel crisis is concerned, 46% blame major oil companies. So they're still, they're still towing that line of hating the big companies, even though the big companies do all the heavy lifting, spend all the money, and then ultimately provide you with a product that is affordable. Oh, yeah, and then they hire lots and lots of workers who pay lots and lots of taxes. Yeah, and then they make more little babies if they're not aborted uh, by Democrats. And then they grow up to become productive citizens and pay more taxes. 20% blame Putin. That's Democrats. Yeah, 11% of us think the economy has gotten better. Unbelievable. 
And the White House says there's no uh, recession. It's a transition. I think it's a transition. I think they should call it a transition. Yeah. Uh, even Democrats blame Joe Biden for crippling the crippling inflation rate, too. 8.6 annualized inflation in the highest in 40 years. It looks like uh, 64% that say that Joe Biden is, uh, is responsible. So uh, the, the president is uh, doing what he does best. He's going to promise a lot of things, including a three-month gas holiday, which I don't know if this, what you know, this, you know about this. It's 18 cents per gallon. So it's uh, $3.60 on a 20-gallon uh, tank full. If you do that uh, for a month, you're going to save about $12. That's uh, on top of you paying $200 more per month for the gas. So spend $200 more per month. The government's going to give you a tax holiday that'll sell you, save you $12, and they'll do that for three months. And then he's talking about gaffed, uh, gas gift cards. I think he should do gaffed cards. He, he could give out a lot more of those. This is The Rob Carson Show. Stick around. It is a uh, Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. If you'd like to write me, rcarson at newsmax.com. rcarson at uh, newsmax.com. Also, the uh, the podcast is up. It's the Rob Carson Show. We've decided to extend it. You guys wanted more of the show, not just the 30-minute abridged version of it. So we're doing the whole show every day. Tighten it up. It's going to be really awesome. It is awesome. I should say it's available right now on all of the, uh, the usual uh, podcast suspects. I don't know if you knew this, but Barack and Michelle Obama have just gotten a $20 million deal from Audible for a podcast. Yeah, it's going to feature them in eight episodes each. For $20 million. This is the podcast version of CNN Plus. Except for they don't have to worry about, uh, about ratings. What they did is they, they failed at Spotify. Nobody listened to them on Spotify. So uh, I, I guess for some sort of either political reasons or maybe uh, some sort of uh, uh, prestige or maybe just a fear, uh, they've decided, Audible's decided to ink a deal worth $20 million, which will lose Audible gigantic amounts of money. So um, the company will uh, need to contribute two shows, or, or the couple, I should say, with an estimated, appearance, uh, uh, estimated appearance cap of eight episodes each. So uh, the move will give the former first lady the scope to make less personal appearances than was wanted under the former partnership with Spotify. It's because uh, Michelle Obama really hates the average American person. She doesn't. Have you ever really seen her down with the average American person, or does she and her husband kind of live above them, in their fifteen million dollar seaside mansions in uh, Hawaii and Martha's Vineyard? So uh, the Obamas cut ties with Spotify after reportedly clashing with the streaming giant over exclusivity. How much they are expected to appear in episodes? Uh, the, the, they signed the with the firm in 2019 for an undisclosed sum, but it's believed to be about 30 million dollars. The sum scored by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, and that did a face plant too. But uh, no, keep doing that. Uh, keep doing that, Audible. That's uh, that's a genius move. Twenty million dollars for uh, eight episodes apiece uh, to a show that they'll never listen to. You know, it, it was interesting. I was thinking about this. Uh, what is more threatening to our country? A ham-handed and idiotic uh, advertisement by Eric Greitens or this? Hi, my name is Johnny, and I use he/him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Kanchi, and I use she/her pronouns. This is a a Navy um, uh, uh, mo a video that they show new recruits about pronouns. And we're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? I thought pronouns? they'd say it together. Like, and we're here to talk, and then both of them say pronouns. She/her pronouns. 
and we're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our name, and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to... Okay, great. Now, what are you going to do if the country is invaded by sea? Yeah, because honestly, I don't give a rat's behind what you want to be called. All I care about is that you call your superior sir, or uh, I would presume also ma'am, uh, and that's about it. Yeah, it, there are two pronouns for you, sir and ma'am, and they are both to your, uh, to your superior officers. Now, shut up. Uh, let's go to, do we have Barbara in Baltimore? Do we still have Barbara in Baltimore? Oh, that was yesterday. Holy hell. Uh, that's okay. Let's go to Scott. Let's go to Scott. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up, man? Hey, Rob. A Good. couple things. One, I heard with my own two ears about six weeks ago, thereabouts, yeah. on TV, where a Biden official was on TV specifically stating our goal is to put the oil companies out of business. Yeah. I almost fell off my chair, but I haven't heard any reporter recite that direct statement out of the Biden White House. And number two, so far as feeling recession, yeah, these idiots that Biden has put into all these various positions, yeah. they're probably making more money than they've ever made in their lives. To them, Scott, there isn't a recession. Scott, here, here's the deal, and that is absolutely true 100%. I've been talking about this for years. Washington, never, Washington D.C. never has to cut while you and I have to cut, Scott. I would assume that you've had to make some serious adjustments with regard to your uh, personal finances, and yet Joe Biden is driving this on purpose, and nobody in the federal government is recommending that the government cut spending. They never have. They never will. So as you're sitting here going, I can't afford to fill my car, there's no talk about cutting the nonsense in Washington, D.C., Scott. Exactly. Um, and nobody reports how much does it cost to operate D.C. every year? What What's the inflation rate in D.C. so far as all these people on payroll? I don't see Nancy Pelosi cutting back on her ice cream. Well, of course they don't, Scott, because they live by a different set of rules. Because as I started go. saying about 15 years ago, we are living a tale of two cities. We have a bourgeois, we have a proletariat, we feed on the crumbs. And now, now, thanks to January 6th, we have a, 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 we have a, a Bastille, and we all know how that ended. Uh, as far as uh, uh, people not saying anything about the Democrats being anti-fossil fuel, I've been doing this for a while. Here is one of my many montages of Democrats saying they're going to destroy fossil fuel and now they're blaming Vladimir Putin for it. Would there be any place for fossil fuels including coal and fracking in a Biden administration? No, it would be, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. So let's just end discussion about the cause of this now. This is nonsense. We are debating this. It is idiotic that Joe Biden would think that you would think that it is the invasion of Ukraine by Vladimir Putin when all of this was said. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. The president just said that the oil companies are using excuses to not get, they're saying that there's not enough oil underground. That was a lie. I pointed that to you earlier. There's plenty of oil. It's just when you get abused every day and told you're going to be driven out of business, why in the hell should you put out before election day? Exactly. I'm going to shoot and kill you, but meanwhile, could you give me some money? I don't have any money because uh, uh, I have my son living at home and he's eating us out of house and home. But thanks for the uh, call. Thanks. Let's go to Liz, Liz, Liz in Delaware. Hello, Liz. And uh, despite the president being from Delaware and claiming, uh, 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 you know, home ownership there, I love the state. Uh, what's on your mind today, Liz? 
Well, thank you very much, and I do hang my head low. Mm, Um, I wanted to know, on the federal gas uh, tax relief, uh, people that drive cars uh, that use gas are uh, contributing to the highway fund. That's the purpose, I believe, for that federal gas tax. How are people that are driving electric cars paying for the roads they're using? That is a good point. Um, I have not had the chance to uh, to ponder that because there is something right now where we we don't uh, tax some fuel, and that is for reefer fuel, which is the refrigerated units. It's the tank that hangs under the tractor trailer. I know this. I worked at a truck stop for many years when I was in high school. And then also for tractors because they are not on the roads. As far as hybrid or electric vehicles, I am not sure. I will look into it, Liz. But they certainly should pay some sort of price for uh, driving that electric vehicle. And but, I'm sure uh, they would want to, Rob. Of course they would, Liz. <laughs> of course they would. But, Liz, did you realize also that uh, the uh, intentional driving of fossil fuels through the ceiling has hobbled Joe Biden's massive spending package for infrastructure, which was the cause of all the inflation? You heard about that, right? Right, right. Yeah. And I so, also heard, although it was called the, inf- the infrastructure bill, only 10% of the proceeds were actually going to infrastructure. Of course, only 10%. So in other words, Liz, if you're thinking that all of those infrastructure programs and all of that, that stuff that's going to happen and we're going to be driving on roads paved with gold, none of it's going to get done. And now they have an excuse. So they're not going to blame themselves. They're not going to blame their policies with regard to fossil fuels. What ultimately they will end up doing when none of the stuff gets done is they'll either blow it off or say the, uh, the programs were not shovel ready like Barack Obama did with almost a trillion dollars of our money when he was the president. Now they're probably going to blame fossil fuel for it, Liz. Well, like you say, Rob, I'm not buying stupid today. Thank you very much. We are all full. Thank you very much. Liz, where do you live in Delaware, by the way? Bridgeville. Where's Bridgeville? Um, have you heard? It's, uh, I guess a little town, but it's on the way to the beach. Oh, hell, I've probably been through there many times. It's a little south of Dover. But you know, it's kind of funny because I like to say that uh, when you're getting close to the shore in Delaware, it's like Iowa meets the beach. <laughs> it's it, I'm sure you go from cornfields to true, beach. We have we probably have more chicken houses. I'm not sure though. I don't know about that. Thanks for the phone call there, Liz. Do appreciate it. Do appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then on top of everything else. Uh, the, the dear leader, the dear leader who's going to give us the gas cards. He's going to give us gas cards. The dear leader is going to bequeath us with gas cards to pay for our gas. This is so stupid. I mean, dear God in heaven. It's literally like uh, walking up to someone, uh, putting a, uh, a 44 Magnum. No, I won't go that big. Let's just go with a little 22 uh, uh, revolver. Beep, right there. Just shoot you in the leg and then say, hold on. I've got this handled. Let me get a Band-Aid. That's exactly what he's doing. And then on top of everything else, the president is out yesterday bragging about this new uh, CDC approval of COVID vaccine for kids under five. And by the way, the chances of your kid under five between six months and five years old dying of COVID is three one thousandths of one percent. No chance at all. And most parents who are new parents, and I've been a new parent twice, thank you very much, I doubt that a very high percent of new parents who have freshly born little babies are going to say, you know, my child who has a one three thousandth of one percent of dying of COVID 
really needs a vaccine, really needs to get that vaccine that's causing all of these maladies with uh, young adults everywhere, particularly young men, with things like uh, cardiac uh, arrhythmia, things like that. But here is the, uh, the, the dear leader talking yesterday about the glorious new vaccine for children that nobody wants. We're honored to visit your clinic today. <clears throat> we met with- And if you do, you need to talk to a pediatrician or somebody else. Your fellow nurses and staff who are stepping up each and every day. And we met with families of young children. And, uh, and we're sorry we had to fire all those nurses who step up every day for not getting the vaccine that I uh, demanded they take. Sorry you're out of work, but the rest of you, thanks. For about, I guess, 17, 18 families there waiting for the vaccine shots. or The vaccine shots. Shay, we've got to watch the vaccine shots. Here's a mm, partial slip and a little bit of polygrit. It's a little polygrit right here. Good. Just gotten their vaccine shots. And finally, COVID-19 vaccinations for children uh, uh, over five years. This is a priority. This is big news. Of age. Finally, some peace of mind. You know, this is... This could save almost no lives. Uh, or should I say under five years? We have them over five years. Five months to five years. Six months to five years. And historic, this is a very historic milestone. Monumental step forward. The United States is now the first country. Oh, I wouldn't say it's monumental. Country in the world to offer safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines for children as young as six months old. Okay, I want you to listen to this again. Listen to this again. Historic, this is a very historic milestone. A monumental step forward, the United States is now the first country in the world to offer safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines for children as young as six months old. Now, you may recall yesterday in my interview with Dr. Naomi Wolf, who is a, uh, a liberal, uh, the other countries that are joining us in this uh, six-month to five-year-old uh, vaccination binge, uh, China, okay, Cuba, and Venezuela. That's all I need to say. Coming up, I'm going to share uh, uh, Joe Biden. He's already begging for money for the second pandemic. And Ron DeSantis says not only no, but hell no to uh, vaccination shots for kids under five. Your calls are welcome. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com slash Newsmax. That's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantage Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. If you're down with trigger warnings, you might want to listen to something else. It's the Rob Carson Show. COVID-19 vaccines are now available for children under five. This is CDC Director Rochelle Walensky. 
With this recent authorization from FDA and recommendation from CDC. This is almost a parody. When you think about everything that's going on and what everybody cares about, this is like a piece of political satire. Nearly 20 million children are... Here's a big announcement about something you could give a rat's behind about. Now able to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And new parents everywhere go, huh, no, I don't think so. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this day. We now know, based on rigorous science... And I don't know a single new parent who wants to get this stupid vaccine that they don't need, which, I mean, some people do, don't get me wrong, but not six-month-olds to five-year-olds. ...scientific review that the vaccines available here in the United States can be used safely and effectively in children under five. And if you say anything bad about the vaccines, we will have you uh, banned from social media because we're working with them. We haven't heard this in a while. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. This is Jim Gossett. Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The dumbest thing that I've ever Especially seen. for kids under five. Biden says take the shot or go home. So I'm walking out the door. And if, if, if. Take your jab and stick it. I won't take this crap no more. Yeah, I think we're at that point. I, I really, really do. Joe Biden's been in D.C. for going on 50 years. Come on. And now he's trying to bring us down, playing on people's fears. The world's ending. I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. They're getting rich in D.C. We Democrats have had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say. Sing Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more We still got a constitution That's worth fighting for I'm ready to fight It's my body, it's my choice Ain't that what the liberals say That's what they say So take this jab and stick it This is still the USA Take this jab and stick it Hey, this is still the USA not the USSA. That is uh, Jim Gossett, uh, two S's and two T's. If you want to look him up online, it is jimgossett.com. Here is uh, your dear leader saying that we need to plan for the second pandemic. And what do we need to do that? Well, we need your money. At least this year, we, we do need more money. We, you don't need D-word for Richard. We don't just, but you are one. We need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. Dear God in heaven, man. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's, that's not something the last outfit did very well, even though we managed to see 700,000 people die of COVID while they had uh, 400,000 people uh, and they developed a double vaccine. Something we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the money. Oh, I don't think you've done anything fairly well. Uh, let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California, the home of KSEO Radio in, uh, in California. Hello there, uh, Sean. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up? Well, I came across this uh, documentary, and they grant the CO2 hysterics their false premise yes. that there's too much CO2. Of course. And they uh, point out that uh, cars, only if you grant them their false premise, only contribute 3% to the CO2 production. Yes. And uh, electrical production 
contributes between 40 to 60 (laughs) percent. Well, now, Sean, that that flies against the narrative because Democrats say that uh, you can power your electric car on uh, uh, unicorn farts and fairy dust. Sean, I, I don't know where you're getting your I don't know where you're getting your statistics there, Sean. Well, uh, the other thing is, if you're interested in this article, I can forward it to you. Please do. Please do. Where's, what's it out of? Uh, it's the Car Guys. Oh, the Car Guys. Okay, I've heard of them, actually. Uh, do that. Will you do, write me at rcarson at newsmax.com? I would love to check it out. But you're right. It is a, it is a gigantic lie. This whole carbon dioxide thing now suddenly is, being a, is a poison gas, even though <sighs> I just created some and helped to destroy the planet. It's all nonsense. It's all gobbledygook. It's just like saying it snowed too much today. So uh, we, it snowed a lot today, so it's, it's climate change. Oh, last night it rained where I live. We had a pretty heavy thunderstorm. Oh, it's climate change. Uh, everything is climate change now. It's a giant flame joke. Right now, carbon dioxide is the gas of the month. Uh, actually, I think Joe Biden is the gas of the month. But uh, I think that uh, I think that it, this will change. It always does when they don't get their way, and it's starting to fall on deaf ears, so expect something new and uh, as grossly uh, idiotic in the near future. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. It's already Thursday. Thursday, T-minus one day until Friday. And, uh, wow, for the first time in a, in a while, I actually had a few minutes before the show to stop doing show prep and just say, okay, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee and do the show. I think most of that was because I was in the studio from 6 in the morning until 9.30 last night. I'm not complaining. I get to do this for a living. It's fantastic. All right, so coming up here, uh, big news from the Supreme Court with regard to uh, the Second Amendment as our Congress attempts to betray the Second Amendment and at least 14 Republicans are doing the same thing on Capitol Hill. Uh, It looks like in New York, concealed carry is going to be a whole lot easier to do. So we're going to get that in a second but uh, the other news is yesterday i believe i'm not even sure the j6 committee had another day of hearings yeah and nobody's watching 10 percent care there's no trial like a show trial like no trial that i know this is jim gossett everything about it is deceiving that's fabulous the january 6 committee lies a bunch of crap that no one is believing the tales they're weaving nobody buys they need some dancers there's no people but joe's people who fall for this lame show adam chef's a liar who's been caught before Kinzinger is a major bore. Liz Cheney won't be in the Congress anymore. Because this trial is for show. Yes, this trial is our show. Is uh, Jim Gossett, uh, two S's and two T's, Jim Gossett, with uh, there's no, sh- there's just no trial like a show trial, is there? Yeah. Uh, and uh, 10% of Americans, according to a poll that I yet, uh, read yesterday, 10% of Americans said that they're paying real close attention to the, uh, to the show trial. And it's because Americans know because of the First Amendment, because uh, the uh, First Amendment hasn't been completely uh, wiped out yet, uh, despite the best efforts of big social media, the mainstream media, and the Democrat Party, the word will get out. The, uh, the word will get out that uh, it's a giant sham show trial, one-sided kangaroo court, just like they used to do in the former Soviet Union. So, 
Uh, it sucks to be you, Democrats. It does because you're getting uh, curb stopped. Now, here's the other thing that's kind of good. No, I'd say really, 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 really good news. The Supreme Court has overturned a New York law on carrying concealed weapons. Now, as I get into this, I'm going to explain to you, I guess I didn't realize what a third world banana republic hellhole the country had descended into with regard to concealed carry, with regard to trying to get a concealed carry permit in different municipalities around the country. And I guess I'm a little sensitive about it because I'm a media figure. And, uh, and I know some of uh, my friends, media figures, who've had a great deal of time uh, difficulty uh, getting a concealed carry permit in cities like New York, in cities like Washington, D.C. And these are media figures who uh, have been threatened in many ways, shapes, and forms. And also, have I mentioned that New York City and Washington, D.C. really suck for violent crime? There's that, too. There is a whole lot of that. I'm thinking the guy won't push you onto the subway tracks if you have a gun. If you just brandish the weapon, I don't know how, carry, how crazy you are. I think most people, even crazy people go, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, hold on. It just kind of depends on what level of, of crazy. So anyway, the Supreme Court struck down New York's century-old law restricting the carrying of concealed firearms Thursday. It's the first major Second Amendment decision in more than a decade and a ruling that could lead to more weapons on the streets as well as subways, churches, bars, airports, and just about anywhere people gather. That's the headline. And here's what uh, the, the mayor of New York, who has proven to be a complete idiot. I mean, just not a smart man. You know, nothing against him, you know, whatever, but he's just stupid. So anyway, uh, and people say, well, you shouldn't use the word stupid. And I always say, as I did to my, uh, you know, I remember when my son was a kid and his, uh, we were sitting in a meeting at uh, preschool or whatever, a bunch of moms sitting around, a bunch of Karens, and I, and I used the word stupid. They said, we don't use the word stupid. I said, what do you call stupid people? It was very popular in that group. I don't think I went back. Anyway, it keeps me up at night, uh, Eric Adams, the, pres the, uh, the mayor of New York. Uh, we had some of the most stringent gun-permitting laws. I'm extremely concerned about this. Well, you shouldn't because uh, criminals have run roughshod all over the city of New York. And I don't know if you looked at the crime stats lately. That's not because of legal firearms, you, you doofus. Uh, there you go. I'll be a little kind. I'll just call him a doofus. So writing for the 6-3 court, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, I'm sure there will be some sort of uh, maybe protests out in front of his home by leftists, wrote the law's requirement that New Yorkers want to uh, a license uh, to carry a handgun in public to show proper cause that the weapon is specifically needed for self-defense violates the 14th Amendment by preventing law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs from exercising their right to keep and bear arms in public. Boom, 100%, duh. When the Second Amendment uh, Amendment's plain text covers an individual's conduct, the Constitution presumptively protects that conduct, Thomas added. The government must then justify its regulation by demonstrating that it is consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. And it hasn't done that. The city of New York didn't. The state uh, rifle, pistol association, and two upstate men had challenged the law on the books since 1913 claiming it violated their Second Amendment's rights. I wonder how many lives were lost because unarmed people were brutalized in the city of New York and other cities around the country. Paul Clement is the lawyer representing his, uh, the association. He says his clients are seeking nothing more than their fellow citizens in 43 other states already enjoyed. Now, I live in uh, <clears throat> Johnson County, Kansas. That's where I live now. And uh, I lived in Washington, D.C. for a dozen years. We have 
open carry here. You can literally walk in to like a bar, like an old timey saloon, with your uh, with your uh, you know your gun on your on your hip. They don't do that here, but you can. You can. You can have open carry. You can do concealed carry. And uh, the number of uh, liquor in liquor store and smash and grab robberies in Johnson County, Kansas, this year so far, I believe, uh, stands at um, zero. Uh, yeah, there's that. I'm not saying there's no crime here, but generally, if you think somebody's packing, and you do, uh, you should assume it almost anywhere. To be quite honest, and and great, glorious. Praise be to, uh, you know, the Second Amendment. So anyway, the New York State, uh, oh, no, no, let me move on here. Uh, Carrying a firearm outside the home is a fundamental constitutional right. It is not some extraordinary action that requires an extraordinary demonstration of need. Nothing in the Second Amendment text uh, draws a home public distinction with respect to the right to keep and bear arms. The Second Amendment guarantees an individual right to possess and carry firearms in case of confrontation, and confrontation can surely take place outside the home. Now, I believe the statistic is 800,000 crimes annually prevented by good guys with guns. That includes police officers, by the way. And what would you rather have? Uh, You in a subway with a psycho carrying an illegal firearm ready to kill you, or you on a subway with a psycho carrying a firearm wanting to kill you, and uh, two other good Samaritans who are trained with uh, gun safety rules and engagement uh, on the car with you. I'm thinking on the car with you is going to win. And just me. Just me personally. This is a big thing. John Stossel, who I really, really enjoy as an investigative reporter, uh, he's always been spot on. He's a libertarian. I don't know if you knew that. He's a libertarian. Uh, Here he is talking about trying to get a concealed carry himself. Now, as a conservative media figure in in New York City, you are constantly under threat. If you're Stephen Colbert, you can walk down the street and do a, you know, a kick line with a bunch of uh, transgendered individuals dressed as syringes, uh, you know, doing a kick by a number about COVID, and you're going to be perfectly fine. If you're a conservative in New York City, not so much. Here's John Stossel on uh, trying to get a concealed carry in the Big Apple. Because I once tried to get a carry permit in my town. They didn't make it easy. This is 50 pages. The form says I must promise I know the definition of other weapons like metal knuckle knife, a kung fu star. I don't want a kung fu star. Yeah, but you, you need that. I mean, seriously, you never know when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will come up out of the sewer. Bar. I just want a gun for safety. It took hours just to fill out the forms. Then you have to go in. Now, this is where it gets all sorts of banana republic. And, and have you ever been to like a, a third world country? I remember one time I went to Jamaica with a bunch of listeners years and years ago. And we were there. And this couple decided stupidly to rent a car and venture out into Jamaica uh, as two, uh, you know, gringos, I guess, from the United States. And they were stopped after uh, rolling through a stop sign not too far from the uh, hotel. And the, uh, they said, we're going to have to uh, find you because it was a Jeep, by the way, pulled up behind him, had a 50 cal on the back. And they said, well, how much is the fine? And they said, well, how much do you have? And, uh, and consequently, um, they had to give all the money and they left their vacation the, uh, the day after. Person to police headquarters. Here, they fingerprinted me asked me to give reasons why I should be allowed to have a gun. Third world. And they charged me a $430 application fee. Now, wait a minute. That almost sounds like it could be, oh, I don't know, a a poll tax. Very close to a poll tax. Having to pay a money that many people can't afford to enjoy a constitutional right. Half a year later, they told me, no, you may not have a carry permit. 
They said I could try again if I could prove a special need for a it. A special need. He's got to be special. They're gone. And I tried that. I showed them threats on my life. Not good enough, they said later. Not good enough. Now, here's where it gets all sorts of third world. I didn't even realize this was going on, but, uh, you know, because I live in a place where you can carry a gun. Uh, you can even have it under your seat in your car or maybe even hanging in the back of your truck. They don't really do that so much anymore. Here, here's where it gets all third world. Other people got permits. Huh, I think what? celebrities got them. Oh. So did the politically connected. Sure. Friends of the ruling class, that's who gets it. Everyone else, you're out of luck. I wasn't famous enough. No. But I probably would have gotten a permit if I had bribed the cops. In the ah, there we go. Permit department. Turned out they were taking lavish gifts in exchange for gun permits. <laughs> so were some politically wow. connected lawyers like this man. And a man with police connections was caught. Offering cops as much as $6,000 to issue gun permits without doing background checks. Boy, that is just, uh, that's just classic, isn't it? In other places, a political contribution. Oh, people of course. Permits. Scams like that thrive whenever politicians pass too many laws. All right, now I've got more on this and, and a whole bunch of other stuff, including uh, gas prices. Joe Biden went off yesterday. He is so getting his rear end handed to him by America because of his abject failure as a leader. Uh, the number here is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. The mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation. It means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. Kind of a big day for the uh, Second Amendment with uh, uh, politicians on Capitol Hill trying to do red flag laws and a bunch of nonsense that will mean precisely D-word for Richard with the uh, gun legislation they're trying to get across uh, in on Capitol Hill. And, you know, they don't give a, a damn. They don't, they don't give a damn. They know it's not going to do anything. They know it's not going to prevent Uvalde from happening. They know it's not going to prevent anything. It's just about getting their name on a piece of legislation. It's just about it. I, I don't understand. This president has a, an approval rating below, now below eczema. And and we feel like we need to work with the Democrats and the president with regard to the Second Amendment. Uh, horse hockey. Horse hockey, I say. Now, uh, John Stossel, I just played some audio from John Stossel because he's a uh, kind of a, a preeminent uh, New Yorker. He's lived in New York his entire life. Too bad. So sad. Um, and he's uh, kind of excited because he tried to get a concealed carry permit in New York for decades and has had no luck. And the left has done everything they can to throw, uh, you know, statistics and this and that about uh, concealed carry. They're always wrong because concealed carry areas are always much safer than America's inner cities. I don't, I don't even need to bother to try to, uh, pr pr to prove that right now at this point. If you look at the crime rates around the country and concealed carry laws, and you'll see that the big cities in America are almost void of concealed carry laws, and they're the ones with the highest crime, and the people who have the most concealed carry or even open carry laws have the lowest crime rates in the country. That's just the way it is. But the left uh, did everything they could to, you know, say uh, that concealed carry is terrible, including including that if a concealed carry is made uh, illegal, that uh, gay gay people and, and, uh, and women will uh, suffer the most. Uh, the opposite is true. Robert Nash and Brendan Koch sued after they were denied permits, and that case has now reached the Supreme Court. You're excited about this. Yeah, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Court watchers predict his side will win. 
especially because there are more originalist judges on the court. And he did. So it's likely that soon more Americans will legally be able to carry guns. Everybody's going to die. No, actually, a, a lot fewer people are going to die. Of course, lots of people say that will be terrible. No more silence and gun violence. Women are less safe when there are more guns. Every vulnerable population, be it LGBT people, students of LGBT, oh my gosh, color, uh, has more to fear. Actually, data on new gun owners shows that many minorities and women believe having a gun gives them less to fear. There's an awful lot of women out there that bought firearms to protect themselves and feel a whole lot safer. Yeah, and uh, concealed carry permits are skyrocketing in Philadelphia as women, as women see the city's crime ray, uh, wave continue to surge. Uh, yeah, concealed carry permit applications from women outpace men 51 to 49 percent in uh, in Philadelphia. Women call themselves Terry's Angels after their gun instructor, Terry Lapp. Terrence Lapp, a former police firearms instructor, one member of Terry's Angels cited Philadelphia carjackings as murders as a motivator for learning to shoot. Uh, carjackings up about 50 percent in Chicago. I'm thinking, yeah, hey, you know, just hold the gun up, say, uh, back away from the car. Or you go boom, boom, it's going to stop the carjacking. She said, I've been living in Philadelphia almost 64 years and have never seen anything like this. That's why I carry a gun. Here is uh, John Stossel with some stats on uh, gun ownership and less crime. And here's another common argument against people owning guns. The more guns we have, the less safe we all are. And we are the laughing stock of the world. We are the laughing stock of the world. Who gives a rat's behind if the world laughs at us? Because most of the world, uh, a good share of it, uh, run by despots, despots, I should say, and, uh, and morons. World. I think there's an awful lot of people in, around the world that wish they had the freedom we have in America. Oh, no. Oh, no. Belgium is laughing at us. <laughs> Where's Belgium? And have a second amendment. 800,000 times a year a person uses a firearm. By Germany or something. I don't know. They make chocolates. And they're evil. If you call 911, they usually get there after the crime is over and fill out the paperwork. Yeah, there's that. And it's true. In prisons, felons have always told me. Listen to this, kids. What they feared most was not the police, but a victim who might be armed. When you're going to rob somebody you don't know, it makes it harder because you don't know what to expect out of them. Often just showing the pistol is enough to protect yourself. Just a mere presence of the gun stops the crime from happening. Yeah, now in, uh, in Canada, the home of uh, Justin Trudeau, who's so dreamy and, uh, you know, a totalitarian. Uh, here's Justin Trudeau talking about, because, uh, you know, in, in, in the United States, people, uh, they, they'll say, well, you don't need a gun. You don't need an AR-15 to shoot uh, targets and go turkey shooting. Actually, they don't talk like that. They more like this. You don't need a gun to shoot targets and go turkey hunting. Well, it's not about that. Second Amendment is about defending yourself. That's it. Defending yourself against enemies, foreign and domestic and domestic as in the government, could be your enemy, which I think we can kind of uh, see some major evidence of that. Uh, that said, here is Justin Trudeau saying, in Canada, you don't even get a gun to protect yourself. There are debates, and we have a, a, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada, and there's lots of gun owners, and they're mostly law-respecting and, and, and law-abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection. And why in the bleep not? Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution. I'm thinking if you have a gun for target practice and somebody breaks into your house, tries to kill you, uh, bang, bang. Or anywhere else, if you 
try and buy a gun. He says for self protection. No, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. Well, what kind of sense does that make uh, in a country where you could you can have a gun for turkey hunting or whatever the hell they shoot elk hunting or moose hunting or I don't know francophile hunting. What is it? Just a joke. I speak French anyway. Uh, but but you can't protect yourself. You can get it for sport shooting. You can take it to the range, uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background check. But if somebody tries to shoot you at the range, you can't shoot back. But they won't because law, you know, abiding citizens don't. There's a difference around the culture. And one of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the states is you get more and more of the American style. Hey, Justin, you lost. All you know, right to carry, self-defense arguments filtering up through through the uh, you know the, the usual more right-wing communications channel. Yeah, we'll see. We have the Second Amendment, which has made us a, a you know a, the greatest country in the history of the world. That with the First Amendment and uh, Canada, you're pretty much just one of those little sucker fishes on the big shark that is the United States, and you don't need to protect yourselves because you know you have us, you little sucker fish. All right, so more on this coming up, including Joe Rogan's response to Justin Trudeau and. Uh, Joe Biden on gas. Don't go anywhere. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's there you go. So uh, Justin Trudeau says that you cannot use a gun for self-protection, which is the stupidest thing ever. I mean, really, honestly, of all the things you could really, really need a gun for, I'd say that's number one. I'd say pretty much, you know, well, let's see, do I uh, get a turkey this season or do I save my family from being murdered? I'm thinking uh, the whole murdered thing is going to usurp that. I could be wrong. Did get a nice email from uh, Joe. Joe says uh, we beat England, England with guns and without them or and uh, and without them, we would be British subjects like Canada. Yeah, you guys are British subjects. I mean, seriously, you still think that the royal family is, you know, important. It's it's pretty amazing, you Canadians. And you know, it's just, I know that most Canadians are probably <clears throat> like Americans light. You know, you like your guns, you like your free speech and all that. But unfortunately, you just keep electing idiots like Justin Trudeau. Ah. <sighs> So anyway, that's the uh, that's the big news uh, with regard to uh, guns. Oh, the IRS is buying up ammo. They spent seven hundred thousand dollars between March and June purchasing ammunition. Uh, of course, never in the explanation. Like um, I believe it was the IRS and the HHS and the Obama administration bought one point five billion dollars worth of ammo. Again, uh, no uh, no explanation whatsoever. No no explanation. Why do you need? Well, you know, we just you know no no reason no reason whatever. And the uh, White House has denied claims uh, made by U.S. firearms industry that the Biden administration considering a policy that would cut off much as 30 percent of the civilian supply for AR-15 uh, ammunition. And this is absolutely true. This is absolutely true. There's one factory that uh, manufactures the uh, the uh, Winchester actually manufactures the ammunition and the excess ammunition they sell off to the public and the government wants to shut that off, which would effectively uh, hobble the ability to be able to get this ammunition. This is backdoor gun control. That's what they try to do. That's what uh, <clears throat> that's what despots try to do. That's what totalitarians try to do. Fortunately, the totalitarians in this country are uh, getting their teeth kicked in. 
at least with this ruling in New York. Uh, on uh, Tuesday afternoon, White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates denied having plans to end excess ammunition sales from the Lake City plant for Winchester. He says the administration is not trying to restrict production and sales of excess ammunition available for sale to the public uh, uh, at Lake City Army Ammunition Plant. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. And that whole uh, disinformation bureau, we were never going to do that. I know we kind of got the infrastructure going and we hired somebody who's a radical leftist to be a part of it, but we were never planning on shutting down free speech. Uh, where'd you get that? Where did you, did you get that? I don't know. Yeah. Five major cities are on track to uh, surplus, the, pl- surplus their, try it again, surpass their 2021 homicide totals. Milwaukee up 25% run by Democrats. Washington, D.C. up 24% up by, run by Democrats. Atlanta, way up. Uh, and they're up 14% run by Democrats. Baltimore, dear God in heaven, Baltimore. Homicides through the ceiling. People are being killed in Los Angeles at a faster pace than in 2021 when homicides hit a 15-year high. Yeah, concealed carry. It's, it's going to get much worse with concealed carry. No, it's going to get a whole hell of a lot better. Here is a Joe Rogan, America's number one podcaster, but I'm coming up. I've only got to get about 9 million more downloads a day. But here is a Joe Rogan talking about Justin Trudeau and not allowing uh, protection, firearms for protection in Canada. Did you see what Trudeau said today? <sighs> Wait, today? Did you see he? I'll send it to you, Jamie, because it is wild. He said you don't have the right in Canada to own a gun to protect your life. <laughs> it is one of the most wild things I've ever seen anybody say. Because first of all, I don't believe it's true. I don't believe he is correct in terms of what what do they have up there? They don't have a constitution. It's not the same, but yeah, whatever no, it is. Like, I mean, they're still part of England. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all of them over there. Um, well, they're under the rule of the queen, theoretically, yeah. technically yeah. speaking. Yeah. Someone sent it to me, and I, I don't know if I saved it because I was so disgusted. I think yeah. I might have, like, just fucking threw my head. Oh, yeah, there we go. So that's uh, Joe Biden. I thought that was. <clears throat> anyway, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan saying that uh, it's ridiculous. And it is ridiculous. And uh, this is a victory for us. This is a, uh, a victory for us. Let's move on to other stuff. Now, um, I don't know if you've been to a gas pump lately, but the have you noticed that the gas, they're not doing the daily uh, prices highest? Because I guess it dropped a, a few pennies the other day because that's what international com- commodities do. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, international commodities that are based on a variety of different issues. Uh, in this case, um, not the war on uh, in Ukraine uh, by Russia, although it has affected the market, but it was way, way, way on the way to uh, you know doubling in price when Joe Biden took office and all of the executive orders and whatnot that he did. Uh, and and if you don't believe me, here's what Joe Biden said against uh, uh, said with uh, uh, Bernie Sanders in a debate way back in uh, 2019. Number one. No more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. And Okay, so there you go. So he uh, set the table there. He made the bed. And now Democrats have to lie in it. And uh, people are still saying, oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's Putin's fault. It is 100% Putin's fault. Well, here's the president yesterday. And, and he, I've got some more things from the president. He's begging gas companies, not gas companies, individual owners of gas stations to lower their prices. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, that's going to happen because uh, 
They'll go out of business. Uh, but anyway, uh, here he is talking about his plan while, while saying he wants oil companies to produce more oil. His plan to get rid of all the cars that run on gas. You see, you see why the oil companies are saying, you know, we're not going to drill anymore because we don't know what you're going to do. And we're not going to carry you across the finish line to whatever finish line in the midterms because you're going to get your arse handed to you. And when Republicans are back in charge, the exploration will continue. And we're investing almost $100 billion in public transit and rail. All the studies show. You know, uh, the last time I went to, uh, well, I got a Lowe's, a Lowe's near my home, and I like to go there for home improvement stuff. And the other day, I, I bought a, uh, a rototiller. And, and I thought, by God in heaven, this big box here, this, uh, this rototiller, it'd be so much easier if I could just take light rail to the uh, to the Lowe's and uh, tell them to stop while I get the uh, the the rototiller from uh, from uh, Lowe's and then let me just get it on to the light rail go to the next six stops and then come back and unload it at my house uh, where the light rail doesn't run so, okay that it will take millions of cars off the road and significantly reduce pollution if there's a serious transportation system available yeah, um, again, do I have to tell you that uh, tractors and combines and airplanes and fishing boats don't run on electric power? It's not there. It won't be unless somehow they're able to master nuclear fission, which would uh, be the opposite of what they do in power plants now. It's like in the, I think it was the second Spider-Man when Doc Ock was trying to, you know, get the power of the sun. <clears throat> they, that's real. They're trying to do that. Haven't done it. It doesn't work. I'm kind of a science geek. It doesn't work. They haven't been able to contain it. It's taking a nuclear bomb and basically uh, putting it in uh, a controlled environment and using the energy from just a few atoms, which would be enough to power a city. But uh, right now, all they get is uh, a nuclear destruction and, uh, and burning, lots and lots of burning. Uh, here is uh, Joe Biden once again trying to pin this on uh, Vladimir Putin, realizing, of course, that only 11% of Americans believe it's, uh, it's Putin's fault. So all those Republicans in Congress criticizing me today for high gas prices in America. And really bleeping up the country. Are you now saying we were wrong to support Ukraine? Um, I am actually, because I'd like to know where the $50 billion went, because as soon as we gave them the $50 billion, all the coverage of the war uh, between Ukraine and Russia ended, and now people in, uh, in that area are saying that Russia has won. It makes you kind of wonder if maybe some people in this country knew that was going to happen and wanted to launder as much money as possible before the collapse. Are you saying we were wrong? It's just me, though. I'm just you know, thinking out loud. Stand up to Putin. Are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in America and Putin's iron fist in Europe? Okay. Now, this is so, kind of like that the classic, um, I guess it's kind of Jewish mother, but certainly Catholic mother guilt thing. Did you ever have that? Or almost any mother, actually. You do that guilt thing. You're like, oh, so you want your mother to starve then? You know, that kind of thing. Or, uh, you, know, uh, you know, hey, I don't want to mow the yard today. Well, so you just want the, the you know, whatever to happen and, and, you know, the house will burn down. It's that kind of guilt thing going on. Are you now saying we were wrong to support Ukraine? Are you saying we were wrong to stand up to Putin? Are you saying that we would rather have lower gas prices in America and Putin's iron fist in Europe? Wow, that is so much like, a, you know, guilt, guilt mom laying down the guilt. I'm not saying it's exclusively moms. I try that occasionally on my kids. It never works. But you, you know what I'm saying. They're using the guilt. Are you so, so, so then you're saying that uh, you want Vladimir Putin to kill everybody? 
because you want us to be energy independent. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. You support a despot because you want lower gas prices. I guess that's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Here is a Jerome Powell. He is a Treasury Secretary, and he's talking about, uh, no, I should say not, not, head of the Fed, head of the Fed, talking about Biden's inflation being Biden's fault, by the way. This is not him. He's being questioned on Capitol Hill. Is there a number of factors that play a role in the historic inflation that we're experiencing? Uh, Supply chain disruptions, regulations that constrain supply. We've got rising inflation expectations and excessive physical spending. But the problem hasn't sprung out of nowhere. And in January of 2021, inflation was at 1.4%. Yeah, 2021. By December of 2021, it had risen to 7%. Now, that's uh, right after Joe Biden became the president. Fold increase. Yeah. Now, since the war in Ukraine began in late February, the rate of inflation has risen incrementally another 1.6%. Oh, at all? To a current level of 8.6%. So, again... So, you're saying the lion's share of the inflation happened before Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine, and maybe Joe Biden's just using that as, a, as an excuse, I guess. Uh, from 7% to 8.6%. Given how inflation has escalated over the past 18 months... I wonder how you'll respond. I don't know. Would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, this is the Fed chair. This is the Fed chair. Listen. Now inflation has escalated over the past 18 months. Would you say that the war in Ukraine is the primary driver of inflation in America? No, inflation was high before, certainly before wow. the uh, war in Ukraine broke out. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that. The Biden administration... Because yeah, you know, everybody's going, duh! ...seems to be intent on deflecting blame. And as recently as just this past Sunday, yeah. spread the misinformation that Uh-oh. Putin's invasion of Ukraine is the, quote, biggest single driver of inflation. I'm glad you agree with me that that is not the truth. Yeah, and it's true. And that's what the, uh, the head of the Fed said. Head of the Fed said. That's pretty creative. Uh, on the way, Joe Biden, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, this, is, this next thing is really sad. Uh, he actually begs the oil company. I'm not, I wish I were kidding. The, uh, the president of the United States of America, President Doofy, as I like to call him, uh, begging. He, it's, it's that, he's at that point. So I'll share that. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Uh, Breitbart's calling Joe Biden his fraudulency. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is great. So his fraudulency, Joe Biden's uh, disapproval rating has soared to an all-time high for uh, the average, the uh, real clear politics. Uh, bicycle Joe currently sits a whopping 55.8%, so almost 56% of uh <clears throat> of voters uh, disapprove that's like uh that's about the same percentage as toddlers who like brussels sprouts or who uh, disapprove of brussels sprouts it's that it's that bad despite the warning uh, warnings that his lunatic spending would create hyperinflation he went ahead with the and spent trillions the result record high inflation a la venezuela uh, despite knowing that cutting off the Keystone XL pipeline and killing oil gas leases would boost the price of gas, he went ahead and waged war on affordable energy, the result, high gas prices. Despite knowing that opening the southern border would flood this country with illegal aliens, uh, which means more child sex trafficking, more illegal drugs, 107,000 overdoses last year, more crime, less housing, lower wages for Americans, he went ahead and just threw open the southern border. And despite knowing that a baby formula factory was being shut down, 
Because one one person apparently didn't wash his hands since returning from the bathroom. You know that sign that says, wash your hands before going back to work? I think that's what it was. That actually was part of it. So anyway, despite knowing that Biden did nothing to ensure the uh, slack was taken up elsewhere, although the president of the United States, he has opened our country to uh, going to Mexico for baby formula. I just got the word here. This is it here. So this is uh, uh, the out-of-stock rate hit 70% in May, nearly double the rate in April after several months of baby formula shortages. The Biden regime announced they're going to start importing formula from Mexico. They're going to import 16 six-ounce baby formula bottles from Mexico, USA for Africa. If you're still around, if any of those musicians are still alive, and I think they still are, you two are still around, it's time for a concert for the United States. It is time for a concert for the United States. But literally, we're going to Mexico for baby formula. Now, I don't know, maybe this has changed, maybe if you stay at a higher-end hotel. The last time I went to Mexico... I stayed in a hotel, and I did drink the water, and I did uh, have, uh, you know, that for a few days. So, you know, I don't know. Baby formula is going to be different. I don't know. But there are water filters in some hotels. used to be that way. I haven't been to Mexico for a while. So here's uh, Joe Biden begging, begging, begging uh, oil producers, I guess, uh, gas station owners to just go out and lower the prices because, uh, you know, he's getting curb stomped in the ratings. The company's running gas stations and setting those prices at the pump. Yeah, uh, most of those are independent owned and operators. And the uh, price that they determine is how much they pay for the gas and also what other dealers in the area are charging. That's the way it works. Oh, and yeah, and the individual oper- operators make very little money on gas. It's just a draw to get you in to buy Taquitos. Hey, there are taquitos over there. This is a time of war, global peril, Ukraine. These are not normal times. Bring. It's a time of war. Did you that? Did you know that we're in a time of war? Did you know? Maybe you guys in Washington D.C. You should go sleep in the tube. That's what they call the uh, the subway in uh, in London. The tube. I think you maybe should go hide in the tube because you know it's a time of war. Down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. Do it now. Do it today. Just go out and change those prices. Just lower the prices. Lose your butts. That's what you need to do. Your customers, the American people, they need relief now. It's your fault. He screwed up. You see? So let me summarize. Yeah, you know, he comes from a generation of people who, I guess, saw Star Trek, The Next Generation, and and, uh, saw Captain Picard and just wave his hands and say, make it so, and it was done. Democrats do the same thing, Uh, but it never works. Make it so, Mr. LaForge. Make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Gas stations, lower your prices. Make it so. 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 Make now I realize you paid four dollars and sixty cents a gallon. We want you to sell it for two dollars. Make it so, sir. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Make it. Do it. Don't make me beg anymore. A little bit more on uh, gas prices. Then we've got a bunch of things to get to, including uh, oh, Publix, the grocery store says they're not going to distribute the uh, the COVID vaccine for children under five. I think that's pretty good. We'll share the audio on that and also your phone calls at 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a sec. 
Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Welcome to the show. I wonder what Joe Biden's note card says this morning. You know, things that he's supposed to say, like he did yesterday. It said something like, uh, you enter the room. You enter your seat. Make sure to enter your seat. It said on the card. I said, uh, I think it also said, don't make a poopy. Whatever you do, don't make a poopy. And at the very end of the note card, it said, get up. It's jello time. I think that's what it said yesterday on the card. Today, I just think it says, oh, crap. I think that's pretty much it. In case you haven't heard, the Supreme Court of the United States has overturned Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade was never a constitutional right. The right to have an abortion was never a constitutional right, not at all. The right to keep and bear arms is. There you go. That's one of the big differences. For those of you who don't know, I am an adopted individual. I was adopted... And I found out about uh, three, four years ago that I was given up for adoption because my mother was sexually assaulted. I have always been pro-life because I was a fetus. And every one of us, even if you disagree with Roe v. Wade, this may be a surprise, but you went through the same gestational process as every human being ever born. So why can't some of us be born? Why could you be born when some of us couldn't be born? Years ago, and I never thought I'd see this day anytime soon, I said someday we will wake up from the nightmare that has been Roe v. Wade, and we will look back on this 49 years with regret and pain and perhaps even say, my God, what have we done? That's not going to happen with the left in this country. That is not going to happen. There are already been uh, at least 40 attacks on (laughs) pregnancy crisis centers that do the unholy work of allowing young women who are confused, who are scared about the possibility of the trajectory of their lives with a baby they didn't expect to have. The left has taught women everywhere that the ultimate statement of your femininity, the ultimate thing you can do as a woman is to abort your child, not to have your child, but to abort your child. And for 49 years, the left has been whipped into a frenzy over that choice. Abortion is not illegal today. States still allow for abortion to have. This will be a little more costly for uh, Republicans and uh, Democrat men in Congress who accidentally impregnate staffers or interns. They're going to have to pay for the uh, flight to go to another state and then pay for the procedure there. So you you might want to know that there. I'm just saying. (laughs) This on the heels of uh, 
concealed carry being allowed in New York, this on the heels of religious schools being able to receive students who get vouchers from the government because their schools, their public institutions have become indoctrination mills for Marxists. This on the heels of a ruling in North Carolina that allows for voter ID. I'd say those are some pretty big victories for conservatism and and more so for humanity. And so with that, I'll play this for our Democrat listeners who are bummed out about it. It sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. It sucks to be you. But do deep doop down. Your polls are way down. You look like a clown. Joe Biden, you're through. I wouldn't play this, but you guys burn down your stuff. Sock is a tool. a fool. Body new down. You couldn't try harder to be Jimmy Carter. You make him seem cool. How the gas prices? Presses I've seen. You're the most obscene. Yeah, you're you're pretty bad. Nixon was a schmuck. Clinton liked to lie. LBJ was mean. Come You've on. been in D.C. 50 years long. On everything you have been wrong. It sucks to be you. Red states won't turn blue in 22. This is for all the We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the gold. You know the you know the thing. Nobody else could be this bad as president. You are quite sad, Biden. It sucks to be you. You have a new clue. It sucks to be you. Yeah, baby. But at all. So the Department of Homeland Security is warning. Now, this is very interesting because a couple weeks ago I mentioned a headline from the U.K. Daily Mail that said uh, that a uh, person who runs a uh, crisis pregnancy center said that this is another Kristallnacht. What is happening in the United States of America is another Kristallnacht. And I did use that analogy when Democrats, uh, Antifa and Black Lives Matter burned American cities to the tune of $2 billion, murdered 30 people, injured hundreds, perhaps thousands of police officers and others. And I use Kristallnacht as a uh, as a uh, an analogy there. Night of burning glass is, or broken glass, I should say. It happened when uh, uh, when Adolf Hitler was uh, rising to power. It was uh, uh, brown shirts, uh, thugs spreading fear, and he was, uh, of course, targeting a group of individuals, being largely Jewish. DHS is warning Catholic churches and pregnancy centers to be prepared for a night of rage. The Department of Homeland Security is now warning Catholic churches, pro-life pregnancy centers to be prepared for the night of rage by pro-abortion terrorists groups if Roe v. Wade gets overturned by the Supreme Court, and it did. Lila Rose is a pro-life activist and president of Live Action, and this is the most coordinated and aggressive domestic terrorism in our nation today. Earlier this month, Catholic News Agency said the DHS was warning faith-based institutions they could be potential targets for violence if Roe is overturned. These targets could include public gatherings, faith-based institutions, schools, racial, ethnic, and religious minorities, government facilities, and personnel. By the way, your DHS, your 
ungodly corrupt DHS that created the D the uh, well the HHS created the uh, disinformation board, but your DHS, which is a joke. Initially, when hints of Roe v. Wade being overturned came out, said that these attacks would come from both the right and the left. That was a lie. That was a blatant lie. It was a falsehood, and everybody knew it was a falsehood because people who go and pray the rosary across the street from abortion clinics or at church on Sundays or at church gatherings and pray the rosary for the unborn, when the unborn are saved... They aren't going to go out and wreck the place like the left does. Talked to my buddy Doug the other night. He uh, is, uh, lives in Pittsburgh, and he is a concealed carry uh, carrier, and he does security for his diocese. And in his diocese, they take turns. Members of the church who are trained to handle firearms have become security. Now it'll be a lot more easy to be secure in cities like New York because people will finally be able to defend themselves. I wonder how many people could have defended themselves from being murdered by uh, a stalker or an ex. I wonder if any of the children in Uvalde or in Buffalo could have been saved with a concealed carry permit holder in the store or in the school. This has been a gigantic week for individual liberty. This has been a gigantic week for life. And the left is going to rage and they're going to hate and they're going to attempt to destroy. And what I say to that is, no, you say no. You support those who support life. You get active in your diocese. And if anyone tries anything untoward or violent, you get in touch with authorities Or you be the person who stops it. Nonsense. We are not going to allow a violent temper tantrum to sweep our country like the Democrat Party and the mainstream media did in the summer of 2020. 63 million babies were killed because of Roe v. Wade. In addition to that, an all-out war, a genocide against not only the unborn, but a group of unborn still exists around the world. Those are people with perceived disabilities. Those are people with Down syndrome. That's why the Down syndrome test exists. When you're pregnant, that's one of the first things they say. Well, yeah, we're going to do the Down syndrome test. You, you, know, you want to know? And my wife and I said no. They were like, why? Well, because we don't care. We'll have the baby if the baby has Down syndrome. I said, why are you asking? No answer. I said, it's because you want to give us the option to kill the baby before it's born. That discussion ended pretty quickly. It ended pretty quickly. I've got details on the uh, decision. I've got Nancy Pelosi, who is uh, gobsmacked this morning. This will make you laugh. It'll make you kind of smile. Nancy Pelosi kind of gobsmacked, just kind of like at a loss for words today. And your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. Abortion is not illegal in the United States of America. 
but you may have to go to a state that allows it to have it done. Will this mean a reduction in the number of abortions in America? God, I hope so. I really, really do. 800-922-6680. You are listening to a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's The Rob Carson Show. I, too, have always believed that we have a duty to protect the life of an unborn child. Bye-bye, Roe. Bye-bye, travesty. Hello, victory. You're no longer a plot. Jim Gossett. Bye-bye, Roe. Bye-bye, Roe. Time to turn out the lights. Hello, the new state's rights. I'm so happy I could cry. Bye-bye, Roe. Bye-bye. Oh. Goodbye forever. Roe versus Wade. Five justices were not afraid. Facing grave danger showed bravery. Now Roe v. Wade is history. Come on. Bye bye, Roe. Take that, Planned Parenthood. Bye-bye. Supreme Court, you did good. Hey, liberal wing, nice try. Bye-bye, Roe, bye-bye. For, uh, for once, goodbye, actually. Bye-bye, Roe, goodbye. It's Jim Gossett with two S's and two T's. He uh, put that together for us this morning. By the way, the uh, the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade 5-4 to four today. This is a historical day. And and I wouldn't be so flippant about it. I guess uh, don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. My my uh, humor is in no way, shape, or form an attempt to draw from the incredible seriousness uh, with which I take this topic. Because I don't know. I've been pretty much talking about it my entire broadcast career, and I've been pro life as long as I could uh, possibly. Uh, I even have a thought about it. To be quite honest. And it's not necessarily because of my Catholic upbringing. My mom did make sure that I get the front pew in St. Pat's Church, Neola, Iowa, an hour, uh, Iowa, an hour early every Sunday. But my my belief that a baby should live through the womb exists not only you know because of my faith, but also because I was a fetus. That's it. And the day that you lose empathy for everyone but yourself is the day that you become a Democrat is the day that you become a leftist Democrat or, for that matter, a swamp-dwelling Republican. The day that you stop caring about other people because all you care about is yourself is the day that you become one of those people. The day that you become a Democrat is the day that you say, you know what, let's just go ahead and jack up fuel prices as high as we can because we have a green agenda. We haven't thought through anything about it, how it would impact people. But you know what, it doesn't bother me because I work in a a building made of uh, granite and marble. And I moved to Washington, D.C. to spend my entire life telling you how to live yours. And I drive in a big fleet of SUVs, and you drive in a crappy electric car. And I survive the womb, and if you don't, well, that's just too bad for you. And I am protected by armed security, but you can't protect yourself. This is 
at least as epic as I ever thought a week could be in politics. And I said a couple of years ago that this tsunami was coming. And we saw it in 2020. And the Democrats did everything they can to throw an election to prevent the tsunami then. But this time it's going to be unstoppable. This time, nonsense jurisprudence, bad judgment, falls eventually. It took how many years for concealed carry in New York? Over 100. And it took 49 to get here to say that an abortion is not guaranteed by the Constitution. It never has been. And the only way it could be is if there were an amendment to the Constitution, but that ain't happening. I'll read from this article in Politico today, which is a reliably left-wing publication. The bombshell decision is set to upend races across the country as governors, attorneys general, and other state and local leaders gain new powers to decide when abortion will be permitted. The Supreme Court on Friday revoked the constitutional right to ban to an abortion that has been in place for half a century, clearing the way for dozens of states to swiftly ban the procedure Missouri already has. The high court's vote to overturn nearly five days ruling, decades of ruling upholds the right to end a pregnancy, won the support of five of the, six, uh, the court's six conservative justices, while, of course, Chief Justice John Roberts and the court's three liberal justices overwhelmingly opposed the ruling. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. The Constitution makes no reference to abortion, and no such right is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision. This is according to Samuel Alito. This court cannot bring about the permanent resolution of a rancorous national controversy simply by dictating a settlement and telling the people to move on. As the draft previewed, Alito argued that the history uh, that history uh, demonstrates no tradition in the U.S. of a right to abortion, and the absence of such protections undermines the Supreme Court's conclusion 49 years ago that abortion rights were implicit in the constitutional right to privacy. Not so. It was a bad decision. Come up with a better one. Withdrawing a woman's right to choose whether to continue pregnancy does not mean that no choice is being made. It means that a majority of today's court has wrenched this choice from women and given it to the states. This according to uh, Stephen Breyer. Women have relied on Roe and Casey in the, this way for 50 years. Many have never known anything else. When Roe and Casey disappear, the loss of power, control, and dignity will be immense. I can't believe any, some, anything that would cause more loss of power, control, and dignity than to have your body shredded limb from limb when you're in the womb. I don't want to be too graphic about it, but yeah. Roberts staked out the middle position, arguing the court had no need to overrule Roe in its entirety and should have simply upheld Mississippi's 15-week limit. Well, no, that's no. No, that's parsing it. The right decision was made. It goes to the states. It was never a constitutional, constitutionally guaranteed. Tony, you'll be up next. I've got some really wonderful audio from a very disappointed Nancy Pelosi this morning and your phone calls. This is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show.
Today's Rob Carson Show. It is a Friday. In case you haven't heard, this morning Roe v. Wade was overturned. The uh, the announcement was made official. The threats out in front of uh, Supreme Court Justices Holmes. The attempted assassination of Brett Kavanaugh resulted from that. AOC is stoking protests outside of the Supreme Court. Well, you stoke away. You stoke away. But I'm going to tell you, we are not going to stand for another summer of 2020. There are too many people in this country who are too well-armed physically and intellectually to let that happen. And I'm only speaking from a defensive standpoint. Don't bring that S to my diocese. Don't bring that S to my neighborhood. You will get your S taken care of. There are a million ways to voice your opposition to this decision. One of them is, if you want an abortion, go to a state that it's legal. Otherwise, stand down. Here is Nancy Pelosi this morning. This is so glorious. I love it when she's this unhappy. It's not very hard to tell her, you know, aside from how she normally is when she's really unhappy. Because, you know, she's just an awful person. But here is Nancy Pelosi's opening line this morning. There's no point in saying good morning because it certainly is not one. Well, it certainly isn't for you and Margaret Sanger in hell. Uh, yeah, Margaret Sanger in hell. She's just, she probably even canceled her lunch with Stalin and, and, uh, and Adolf Hitler today because she's so upset about it. This morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism and pr- extremism and protect America. I wonder if it's going to be hard for her to sit today after getting kicked in the ass so hard. People. <laughs> today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal. It's dark and extreme. Of ripping away a woman's right to make their own dis- reproductive health decisions. Well, I don't even know how this uh, ruling uh, uh, didn't uh, stand with uh, so many incredibly conversant and uh, well-spoken individuals behind it. Extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own dis- reproductive health decisions. Um, I'll just say right now, I would like to hear from... Everybody on this, I'd kind of like to hear from women who've had abortions. I'd kind of like to hear from women who chose not to. Here's a number, 800-922-6680. Years ago, uh, when I lived in Maryland, uh, I used to have uh, a group of uh, very left-of-center friends, and I loved them very much. We broke bread for thousands of nights we hung out together and then i became a conservative talk show host and they refused to have anything to do with me in fact one said you're never invited to my house again after like 15 years of friendship it's pretty remarkable and i remember a few years ago and i never made the mistake of uh, trying to speak up during dinners with my very left of center friends because it was pointless because i'd get shouted down ultimately i'd either have to leave the room or leave the dinner party i don't know why i hung out with those people i still do love them but I remember uh, it was, it was, there was an edict. There was an edict made initially probably the first few years of the friendship, that is, that I have nothing to say about abortion because I am a man. But I would, no, you have no right to say anything because you do not have a uterus. But I, yeah, you have nothing to say about that. Well, now the left is so twisted up 
in itself. They don't even know what a woman is. Uh, they, they, they call women birthing persons, but they don't even call birthing persons women anymore. They just call birthing persons birthing persons. I guess you could be one of the 70 genders that they've came up with. And honestly, we're going to let these people rule our lives. We're going to let these people make the decisions that stand. Dear God in heaven. Let's go to Tony in Ellicott City. Hello there, Tony, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts. Hi, it's not Tony. It's Tariq. They missed up. Oh, Tariq, I'm sorry about that, bro. How you doing, bud? Hey, uh, I want to tell you, the leftists are against gun control because that's going to lead to bloodshed, but they're for abortion because that's going to lead to bloodshed. Yeah, yeah. Now, wait, where's the blood here? <laughs> it's on their hands. How about that? Now, um, it, it, the the interesting thing is that uh, uh, concealed carry saves lives. They like to say it, it uh, doesn't. I don't know how they could be any more wrong about concealed carry and gun laws when you look at uh, the cities of the United States and, and what the country is going through with regard to crime. I was thinking about this uh, about this last night, and, and, and it, it, this whole ruling on the concealed carry should have been fairly simple. It's fairly obvious. For instance, if you are um, going to be uh, maybe in medieval times attacked by a sword, don't you suppose your best defense would be a sword? Uh, don't you suppose if somebody attacked you with a knife, perhaps your, your best uh, uh, defense might be another weapon, perhaps a knife? But when it comes to a gun, uh, the best defense against someone with a gun or someone who is going to commit an act of violence by any of those means would be most probably one that is ready to be readily available and was created for that purpose that being a gun. So yes, this decision I, should have been cut and dried years ago. It's very simple. Yeah, it's I, very simple. In, in the past, when I have been attacked by people with swords, I have tried to use a plowshare. Oh, yes. And that was the big thing. Successful. So I think I'm going to have to turn <laughs> my plowshare into a sword to, to right. defend myself over here. I, but, I think you're right. <laughs> uh, I have a right to self-defense. Yes, you do. And you might have friends uh, who are uh, left-wing people. I have friends with the name of uh, Mr. Glock and Mr. Remington and Mr. Colt and <laughs> Mr. Koleshnikov. Oh, nice. They nice. don't let me down. As a matter Absolutely. of fact, they make products which are very effective antibiotics. Yes, it, yes. It, they have a barrel, and things come out of the barrel, and... Uh, there's very little recidivism. No, there's very little. There's very little. All right, Tariq, I appreciate it, man. Okay. Uh, in, in a country that does have the Second Amendment, that does allow for the Second Amendment, and it is a very clear-cut case. You have the right to keep and bear arms. You do. And I venture to say that if you say that doesn't mean weapons of war, I say, no, it means precisely weapons of war. Because the Second Amendment was created in case your government becomes overzealous and becomes an enemy of the state, like this one seems to have done. And in a country that allows the Second Amendment, it allows citizens to keep and bear arms for not only self-defense, but also uh, in case of uh, 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 war, in case uh, an invading army or enemies within come after you, you have the right to fight back. Why should that be taken away from an individual who is fighting another individual who may or may not have a weapon? It doesn't make any sense to, to deny that from anyone. I wonder how many people in New York City died 
on the subway, died during a holdup, died in a random act of violence because the person that they murdered didn't have a gun. Remember Bernie Getz? Does anybody remember Bernie Getz? Bernie Getz happened, what, 30 years ago in New York? Guy's on a subway, gets attacked, has a gun, shoots the guys who were going to kill him. That was controversial. All of this makes sense. Allowing a child to live through gestation. The only, only difference between a baby and you and me is this flashy little wall. Just this little fleshy wall here. It's made of, a, there's a membrane, there's some water, and there's some amniotic fluid, and then there's some muscle and some tissue, and then, boom, you're outside. And we've been able to discriminate against those people for their proximity and not their humanity. Mike in Nottingham, Maryland. Hello there, Mike, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts? Hi, Rob. Um, first of all, I'm very happy uh, with the Supreme Court decision, uh, and uh, I'd like to say I uh, uh, hope that it will save 50 million babies in the next 50 years, yeah. and uh, I'm so motivated by the decision that I'm uh, going to donate uh, part of my cost of living adjustment to National Right to Life, $50 a month uh, oh, for life. Very nice, my brother. I appreciate your call today. Really, really do. Let's Thank go to Bob in, Bob in Parkville. Hello there, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What, what do you think, man? Good, good afternoon. Yes, sir. I happen to be well in my 80s. Yes, sir. That Friday in 1973, when that decision came down, I remember where I was because I was at Bill Lang's over in East Baltimore, a bar. We had been friends for years. I was having a beer. I was still drinking. I haven't had a drop of alcohol in 50 years. Wow. But when that decision came over to television, and I think it was Walter Cronkite, he, uh, he announced it, and Bill looked at me, and I said, Bill, this can't happen. Yeah. These unborn children are going to be murdered. Yeah. He said, that's what's going to happen. I said, uh, how can anyone proclaim they're a Christian and follow the... Uh, dictates of uh, Jesus Christ and say you're a Christian. He, he is totally for the unborn and for the children that are born. That's not, that's not a package inside that woman's belly. That's, that's an unborn child. And that unborn child doesn't have any body, can't speak for himself or herself. So I want to applaud. After 49 years, these people that demonstrated every January in Washington, D.C., to no event the, the, uh, the, for the rights of the unborn, yeah. you finally succeeded. All right. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate so, it. You know, one thing. Real quick. Go ahead. Okay. In Iceland, if a Down syndrome child is born, that Down syndrome child is always aborted. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is a. It's a genocide. There's, there's no doubt about it, Bob. There's been a genocide in this country, and the, the genocide considers world, worldwide, particularly against kids with Down syndrome. It is, it is an abject tragedy. It is a thing that separates us uh, from the animals. This, uh, you know, the. Uh, uh, we we have to be better than this. We have to do better than this. We have to give everyone the opportunity. Now, as far as in uh, rape or incest, uh, if a woman is is raped, as my biological mother was, uh, immediate medical attention. There are things that can prevent the uh, insemination of, from happening, and then we can focus on the healing. I. 
I never got to talk to my mother. I never got to talk to my biological mother. My mom was, uh, she adopted me, and she passed away last year. I think she would be elated, and she would be, I don't think she'd be dancing around. I think she would be praying. I think she would take a moment and stop and pray, and thank God this has finally happened. Margaret Sanger was a racist and a eugenist. And the left is so willing to bed down with evil to, to back their agenda that they were absolutely fine with, for instance, just a couple months ago in Washington, D.C., outside of an abortion clinic, a late-term abortion clinic, a pro-life group walked up to a hazardous waste materials vehicle and said, can we have one of those boxes? And uh, the waste removal crew said, well, okay, and they explained why and all that, and they opened the box, and they found a box of babies, fetuses, Many of them would have survived outside of the womb. You tell me that hasn't happened millions of times. And that the mayor of Washington, D.C. and the D.C. police department wouldn't say, hold on, stop. We need a medical examiner in here to find out if these were children. But that never happened. Today, we need to do a couple things. We need to reflect and we need to protect. That means our churches, that means our crisis pregnancy centers, while the left attempts this idiotic temper tantrum. We cannot let and we will not let another 2020 summer happen. Kathy, you hold on. You'll be next. More glorious, disappointed Nancy Pelosi on the other side of this. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Don't you just love institutional ads for life insurance? Well, this isn't one of them. Hey, it's Rob Carson for Fabric Life Insurance. I know your time is valuable, but Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in as little as 10 minutes. Fabric was built by parents for parents to make it easier to manage your family's finances. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. See your quote and then personalize it to fit your family's needs. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality choices like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. I would insert a cup of coffee comparison here, but thanks to the White House, it's far more expensive than a dollar a day. Protect your family's future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at Fabric.com slash Newsmax. That's Fabric.com slash Newsmax. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantage Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers with Roe and their attempt to destroy. Now you can just go to a state where allows abortion. That's that's all you got to do, really. 
Yeah, it's kind of like if uh, there's uh, outrageous, uh, uh, you know, uh, concealed carry restrictions in a state for me. I can go to a state that uh, has uh, more uh, liberal, uh, liberal, <laughs> concealed carry rules. I like New York now. Radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade. To qu- crusade. She called it a crusade. That's fantastic. Criminalize health freedom. Oh, it's health freedom. It's health freedom. In the Congress. I, I don't know if you knew this. Just real quick, you know, the, I guess the, what was it, the uh, the fatality rate for uh, COVID to the average person was about, uh, well, about point whatever percent. Uh, chance of, uh, of death when you're a baby uh, going through the abortion procedure, pretty much about 100%. Be aware of this. The Republicans are plotting a nationwide abortion ban. No, they're not. They aren't, actually. That's a gigantic lie. But what the Democrats will do is they will parlay this into whatever rage they can foment, and they will try to keep that going through November, and it won't work. Let's go to Kathy in Stevensville, Maryland. Hello, Kathy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Uh, what's going on? Well, somehow I got to my 50s, and I didn't get pregnant. Now, I di- I'm not a virgin, Okay. so let me state that. It is possible to get through life and not get pregnant. I do want to make another comment, and then I want to follow up with a question. Okay. My other comment is, let's give it to the left. If they want to say that men can have babies, I don't know why women are even bothering anymore. Let's give it to them. (laughs) The last question I have is, how is it on earth that we can have a murder if you cause a homicide of a woman and she is pregnant, you are being charged with murder for two people. Yes. How is that possible? And yet abortion is not. 100%. This is coming from the racist. They're racist. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's never made any sense at all, Kathy, that uh, in a state that a woman could be killed carrying a child, but a woman who's carrying the child could go in and have the baby killed. If the woman is killed carrying the baby by somebody else, that person will be charged with two counts of murder, not one count of murder. That's never made any sense. That's always been a gigantic uh, flaw. Um, I guess it's the intent, right? Human human life only has a value if somebody wants to have it, right? Isn't that what they're saying, Kathy? Correct. Yes, I think that this would be something that should be really, really out there and discussed openly, loudly, because you cannot have two sides of the same coin, one side on both sides. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. So that is a conflict right there. And yeah, well, you know, my, my friend Chris Plant says that if liberals didn't have uh, double standards, they'd have no standards at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I've heard that. That's exactly right. All right, one so final thought. Go let ahead. Men have the kids. Let 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 the men have the babies. Women that's right. give it up. You guys be a birthing person. You can be a man and be pregnant. Real quick, let's go to Debbie on the Maryland Eastern Shore. Hello there, Debbie, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. You got about a minute. Go. Hi, Rob. I just want to say I am so embarrassed for these ludicrous little girls who have no idea what women's rights really are that are walking around in those costumes that made me sick to watch. And number two, the concealed carry thing, I think um, after um, Rittenhouse, things might not be as bad as they were two years ago. Yeah, you know, uh, I hear the sound of two million guns cocking. How about you? Yes. 
I All definitely right. have a whole lot in my family. All right. Well, you know, we're just not. We're, we're, then I'm just saying we're not going to allow the summer of 2020 to happen again. Uh, this time, Americans are going to defend the country and not just sit back and wait for the government to do something about it. And they didn't do something about it. And they did that intentionally. And quite simply, the temper tantrum ends today. It starts today and it ends today. Debbie, I thank you for the phone call. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. This is a horrifying decision. Heartbroken Michelle Obama leads furious criticism of SCOTUS overturning Roe v. Wade as comedian, comedian, really? Mm. Amy Schumer blasts justices for following the intentions of slave-owning rapists who've been dead for hundreds of years. Um, Roe v. Wade to happen in 1971. Thought you should know. Uh, second hour right ahead. More of Nancy Pelosi's tears. I'm drinking them out of a coffee cup this morning. They're awesome. Oh, my God. They're so good. Don't even need any sugar. And also the Supreme Court gun ruling. Uh, yeah. Democrats are getting curb stomped. Stick around. Bad week to be a Democrat. Great week to be a constitutionalist and someone who believes babies should be able to allow, be allowed to be born. Have a glorious weekend. God bless you. God bless your families, the unborn. And until Monday, do not catch the stupid. See you then. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.